Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Six Figure Investor. Today we're talking about something that really brings joy to my heart, taxes. It is, it is Super Bowl weekend and so it is time for our 2023 tax guide. I thought maybe and you were going to say it's the most wonderful time of the year. I don't know if it's the most wonderful time of the year we're talking about taxes. Although Super Bowl weekend is fun, you know. But I don't know, for me at least, that's when I always start thinking about our taxes. We start to really? get all those things. Really? In your head, Super Bowl is synonymous with taxes? Yeah. I think yeah. you're the only person. I used to do our taxes on Super Bowl weekend, and now we're, we're too complicated to, to sort of do it that way. But but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just start thinking about it. Anyway. I think some people who are listening to this right now either, well, A, they know you're a freak because Super Bowl is synonymous with taxes for you. That mm-hmm. does make you a nerd. Yeah. The second is they're probably, I think, in either in two camps, either... They already have a plan. They've like they know what they're gonna do, and they've hired a person, or they have their system they're gonna use. Or they're like, it's only X date in February. I'm not gonna think about this for like <laughs> six more weeks or something like yeah. that. I'll file an extension, and we'll do it in October. So, you talked about how uh, Super Bowl is tied to taxes, which is really interesting to learn about you. You know what is tied to Super Bowl for me? What is that? Commercials. Commercials, yes. Have you seen any cool Super Bowl commercials? A cool is a, cool is a strong word. Cool is a very strong word. I don't think I've seen any cool commercials. Honestly, my favorite one thus far is the Bud Light commercial. It is Bud Light, right? It is Bud Light, I think. <laughs> with um, the dancing one. With yeah. Miles Teller. Oh, is that that's the one where she like calls and is he, on hold for a long time? Yes, his wife is on is call, calls and is on hold with customer service. Have you ever experienced something like that before? Oh, I have experienced something like that before. Unfortunately, Miles Teller is not my husband, and he doesn't bring me a Bud Light from the fridge while I wait on hold and dance with me in the living room. That's never happened while I've been on hold with customer service before. I'll have to work on that one. Yeah, you will. My the, the best thing I've seen so far is Michelob Ultra, so also a beer commercial. We're well, I mean, it's the Super Bowl. There's always a lot of beer commercials. Um, so the, the non-beer commercials that I saw, I just didn't think were super interesting, but maybe they'll, there's more I did have to give props to Workday because, I mean, your Workday, how exciting can you be? And they did a decent job. Yeah, with all the rock stars. I think that was pretty cool. What was interesting about Workday is that people.com uh, had a typo on their site when they put yes, up all the Super Bowl amazing. commercials. It's Workaday. Um, work a day. So if you're work listening to this from, from People Magazine, Workday is a is a corporate software that millions of people use around the world. It's called Workday. It's not Workaday, but I thought that was funny. But my, my favorite commercial that I've seen so far, we're recording this before the Super Bowl. So what I've seen in the kind of clips that have been released is the McLoob Ultra commercial. And there's several of these where they bring back Bushwood Country Club and Caddyshack. So I think that's going to be uh, that's going to be fun. So you know, I think there's actually a theme. We'll see, but I think there's a theme this year in the Super Bowl commercials of using talent, like using celebrities in the commercials, and also like vintage, like going back to shows. I think there's like one that's connected to Clueless or something else. So yeah, we'll see. see. I saw the Pepsi Zero Sugar commercial last night, and I, I mean. As someone who used to work for Coke, it was terrible. I'm sorry if any of you work for Pepsi. It's a terrible commercial. But it has Steve Martin in it? No. Yeah. Is that his name? Anyways, it was awful. Sorry, people. Don't don't watch that one. Anyways, we didn't come here to talk about Super Bowl commercials. We came here to talk about Super Bowl taxes. Yeah, all right. So, rock stars, here's our ultimate tax guide for 2023. Amazing. Here we go.
Hello, and welcome to the Six Figure Investor Podcast. Are you a professional who wants straightforward, trustworthy financial strategies that you can act on? Are you entering your highest income earning years and discovering that your personal finances are becoming too complex? We get it. You're a highly competent professional, but you don't have time to go deep on your personal finances the way you do with your day job. Hi, I'm Brian, and helping professionals make smart financial decisions is my passion. I run a financial advisory practice called The Capital Stewards and work with professionals like you who are trying to cut through the noise. It's time to stop Googling every question you have about money and dive into some real professional guidance. So let's get moving. So Brian was educating me before we launched into this episode that there are sort of two ways to think about tax savings, tax management. Tax management, sure. Tax management. So Brian, why don't you tee up for our listeners those two ways and then we'll dig in. Yeah, so there's two kind of overarching themes. The first... Everybody has this problem. They want to reduce their taxes. I don't know anybody that wants to pay more in taxes, right? And so the way that folks did that for a long time was like, let me find every available deduction now for what happened last year, kind of looking backwards and try to reduce my tax bill for, for 2022 as I'm filing my taxes. And the reality is that with the tax cut and jobs acts or otherwise known as the Trump tax cuts that were passed several years ago, a lot of those deductions uh, became less valuable. There were fewer deductions. The standard deduction for those of you that that do your own taxes, just the amount that you're allowed to deduct because you are you went up. And a lot of the other deductions that left in the tax code, they phase out as your income goes up. And so the value of that game of looking for deductions every single year kind of declined significantly. And so the second way that we think about minimizing taxes or reducing taxes long term is is long term tax strategy. And that's where we we set structures up and we do things now to try to reduce our income down the road. And that is actually where the most significant tax reduction opportunities lie as we think about uh, tax planning over the long term. And so we'll talk a little bit about things we can do in 2023 now, deductions and things we can do to reduce our taxes for last year. And then the second half of this, we'll also talk more about longer term tax planning things that can provide more significant benefits as we move down the road. Fantastic. Well, why don't we start with, you know, for those who are already planning their taxes or for those who are not going to think about them for at least eight more weeks, what are some things that we can do now for looking back onto 2022? Yeah. So a couple of things. The first, when we think about maximizing 2022 tax deductions, there's the child tax credit. And so if you have kids, you're eligible for a credit up to $2,000. And don't forget about summer camp. I think a lot of people um, forget that you can deduct the cost of daycare, household help, all those kinds of things. And summer camp is included in that. So if your kids go somewhere and you pay for them to go to that place and they don't spend the night, then you can deduct the cost of that on your taxes. And there's a limit of like $3,000 per kid or $6,000 per household. But if you've got a few kids like we do, and you're sending those kids to, to summer camps in the summer, that is tax deductible. So that's something good to think about. Home mortgage interest, still one of the few deductions that remain after the tax law changes in 2017. You can deduct the interest on your on your mortgage as long as the balance is below $750,000, or you can deduct kind of the interest that is applicable up to that amount. So the home mortgage interest deduction, don't forget about that. Home offices, let's talk just a little bit about your home office deduction, because I think everybody works from home a little bit now, right? Wait, you work from home? I, I can, are you saying that I can decorate my office and I can make that tax deductible? Yeah. So the thing that you have to be careful about on the home office deduction is if you work from home as a requirement of your job, i.e. not by your own choice. So if you're self-employed, you work out of your house, that's great. If your employer is based somewhere else and you work Uh out of your house, 
then that's deductible, right? If your employer was like, we don't have an office anymore, everybody is remote, then you can deduct home office expenses. But if you just like, hey, I'm boss, I love it, this is post COVID, I'm gonna zoom into work three days a week, and I'm gonna telecommute instead of go to my office that's right down the road, that's your choice. And so the IRS is kind of like, eh, that's like not really tax deductible. And so it's just really important that you, before you deduct expenses for a home office, make sure that it's a requirement for your employer and, and look at the, the rules around that really, really carefully. But if you can do that, then you can deduct parts of your mortgage interest, utility bills, depreciation, a lot of things if you're if you're working remote. So so good opportunity for for that. Long-term care insurance, if you are if you bought long-term care insurance and you have some significant medical bills, that is a deductible expense. A lot of times people forget about that. You, you, medical expenses are not tax deductible unless they um, are more than 7.5% of, of your adjustable gross income or that income that you have on your tax form that gets taxed every year. But long-term care insurance premiums count as part of that of your medical expenses for the for the purposes of doing your taxes. So make sure you think about those. So those are kind of the things that are deductible when we think about tax planning for last year that there's lots of tax deductions that are out there, but I, those are the things I think maybe folks don't think about as much that you should, that you should consider. Awesome. So is that everything as we look back on the 2022 that we should consider? So there's two other things that I want to talk about. These are the ways to defer income from 2022, and that's opening health savings accounts and then retirement account contributions. So if you have material medical expenses, which is actually everyone, because even if you don't have medical expenses now, you're going to have them later in life, then you can open a health savings account. And health savings accounts, they get what I call the trifecta of tax deductions. The contributions that you put in them are tax deductible. The earnings grow tax-free. So when you sell stocks and, and have capital gains or, or you receive income, dividends, things like that, you don't pay taxes on any of that. And then when you take money out of that for healthcare expenses, it's not taxed either. So it's it's really the it really is the trifecta of, of tax deductions. So a, a health savings account is a great way um, to defer some income and reduce your overall tax bill for last year. And just like retirement accounts, you can still contribute to your health savings account for 2022 until you file your taxes for 2023. So if you have health expenses, if you have a family, growing family, and you have a lot of, of current year health expenses, then you can use health savings account for that. But you can also just put money in there, invest in, and save it. For down the road when you're going to have healthcare expenses, either as you have a family and have kids that need healthcare, or when you get older, right, in 20, 30, 40 years, and you have high medical bills that need to be paid, you'll have a tax-free way to do that long-term. And then retirement account contributions. Everybody obviously, I think, thinks about this. You have until the April tax filing deadline to contribute to retirement accounts for 2022. So if your income was relatively high in 2022, Think about making IRA or 401k contributions so that you can deduct some of that income off your taxes now. However, the thing that I always tell people is don't do that blindly every single year. If your 2022 income was a little bit lower than usual and your tax rate is a little bit lower, you should consider paying taxes now and making either Roth contributions if you can fund a Roth IRA, making Roth elections for your 401k contributions. So pay the taxes on that money now and let it grow tax-free down the road for when, when your tax bill is higher. So long-term tax planning, that's retirement account contributions are kind of the, the dovetail into our into the second part of this where we talk more about longer-term tax planning strategies that can really add up over, over long periods of time, over your lifetime. Awesome. So at the beginning of the episode, Brian, you talked about how you were going to sort of talk through two approaches. One that is more immediate, short-term, maybe not quite as big of upside or opportunity. And the second, and a little bit more like reactive and retro-looking. The second is more forward-looking regarding tax strategy into the future. Mm -hmm. 
Tell us a little bit more about that and, you know, some of the ways that we might think about. Yeah. So I think when you're paying a really high effective tax rate, I think people feel a lot of times they feel trapped by paying really high taxes because especially after the tax changes in 2017, there's not all these places to go to find deductions. And so you feel that you're stuck. You, you earn a high income. Maybe you don't feel like you're super wealthy, um, but you don't have anything that's really tax deductible. And so you're just paying a lot in taxes and you're kind of stuck in this in this place where you feel like you're doing that. And so these are strategies that can help you kind of unlock that challenge and reduce your tax bill over longer periods of time. So it's, it's stuff that we've got, to, we've got to plan for over many, many years in order to, to drive significant benefit. So the, the first kind of tax strategy when we start thinking longer term is to control your taxable income. And regardless of whether you own a business or you're a highly compensated employee, you should attempt to try to control your taxable income. When you control it year over year, that allows you to smooth out years where you get unusually high income, like your business does really, really well. Maybe you get stock you know, options that you um, exercise or you have restricted stock grants or something like that. Those kinds of things result in, in higher taxes in one year. And so here's a few ways um, to try to control your, your income. So the first is tax loss harvesting. Hopefully you did a lot of that at the end of 2022 where we sell losses in portfolios we use those to offset income, you know, from other sources in our in our taxable. We use that to offset income from other sources. You can control when you realize losses and when you don't realize them. And so you can use that to try to mitigate income. The other thing is bunching charitable donations. So this is something that I think a lot of folks aren't thinking about. But if you normally give a little bit to charity every single year, consider giving less in one year and then substantially more in the next. And especially bunching those donations allows you to give more than that standard deduction in the, in the year that you're going to make charitable contributions. So that, that's $25,900. So if you're giving away more than $25,000 to charity over a couple of years, you might be better off to give thirty dollars or $35,000 in one year as opposed to $15,000 in two years because you're not getting any tax benefit for the $15,000 in in spread over two years, but you can get a tax benefit for giving $30,000 all at one time. So think about bunching your charitable donations up together. And then your business income, if you're a partner or if you're an outright owner of a business, you might be able to influence whether uh, the business pays income, realizes expenses, sells assets in a given year. And it's really important to manage your business income alongside your outside income. Work those two things together to minimize your total effective tax rate avoid spikes that lead to high tax rates in, in one-off years. And you really need to, to uh, approach it as a holistic problem to solve, not just as your business and your personal tax situation. The, the next category of things is retirement accounts. And I kind of hinted at this in the other, in the section where we were talking about 2022. We recommend that clients have both Roth IRAs and 401ks and traditional retirement accounts. And you should look to fund Roth accounts when your income is relatively low and traditional accounts in income years um, that are higher. That's when the deductions are most valuable. If you take a current year tax deduction, but you pay a higher effective tax rate down the road, that's not beneficial. So it's really, really important to be strategic in how you contribute to Roth IRA accounts, traditional IRA accounts. The government would love for you just to pile money into 401ks and IRAs earlier in your career or in years when your income is lower and you're paying a low effective tax rate to start with. And then down the road, when you're pulling all of that money out and you have a really high taxable income to pay a high tax rate on that, that's what they would like for you to do. So in order to reduce your long-term tax bill, you've got to be strategic about making contributions to both Roth IRAs and traditional retirement accounts. And remember too, when we think about retirement accounts, if you own a business or if you're self-employed, you can contribute to your retirement account as both an employee and an employer. 
this is a really great way. If you have a year in, a, in the small business world that's really, really good for your business, um, you can defer upwards of $60,000 of income in a lot of different situations if you're self-employed. So you can say, hey, we had a banner year. This is a great opportunity maybe for me to make more retirement account contributions as both an employer and an employee into my retirement plan. So think about that if you're a business owner. We started off this episode, Brian, talking about this weekend being the, the coming of the Super Bowl. So for the listeners like you that are thinking about their tax management plan this weekend while eating chips and drinking delicious beverages and enjoying a football game, how would you kind of like wrap up everything you've said for them to think about applying? Yeah. So like I said up up front, yes, you absolutely can find tax deductions for last year. There are some of those things out there, but the real opportunity is in being smart long-term and and building a long-term holistic financial plan that includes your investment plan, your tax plan that minimizes taxes over the long-term. And so as you think about starting to do your taxes for for last year, start to think about some of the things we talked about around managing your income, thinking strategically about charitable deductions and retirement account contributions over longer periods of time. Start to think about some of those things and think about ways that you can use those strategies to reduce your tax bill, not only for 2022, but in 2024 and 25 and 26 and 27 and on and beyond there. And if you want to talk to somebody about, you know, long-term tax planning and how do you integrate your tax plan and your investment plan, if, if you're like me and you're, you're watching the Super Bowl, but you're like really thinking about taxes, then I'd be happy to talk about that. You can reach out to our team at capitalstewards.com and we can talk more about tax planning, both 2022, 2023, and then also longer term strategies where we can really unlock uh, some value. That would be me. Yeah, I know. Now back to the Super Bowl commercials. Now back to the Super Bowl commercials. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Commentary provided is for general audiences and educational purposes only. It should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice for your specific situation. That's why you should talk to a professional. Hello. Past performance of market results is no assurance of future performance. All the information on the podcast has been obtained from sources we deem reliable as of the date of this recording, but it's not guaranteed.